Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Welcome to the Smirconish Podcast for independent minds. Hey, I am calling an audible right at the outset of the final program of the week. I love our survey question today at Smirconish.com, and I had intended to discuss it right now. I'll discuss it later in the program. The question is, have we, quote, gotten to the bottom of 9-11? I deliberately left out the speaker because I thought that would poison the well and people would start voting based on that personality and not based on the merit of the question. Do you think we've gotten to the bottom of 9-11? Go vote at Smirconish.com, and we'll have that discussion in a little bit. First, however, you remember Francis Malafi. He's been a guest on the program on a number of occasions. I got to say this about attorney Francis Malafi. He's always up to something, and it's always interesting to me because his cases are always great radio fodder uh recall that he's the guy who sued led zeppelin and took led zeppelin in a case that went all the way to the supreme court of the united states as to whether they had stolen uh everybody's prom song at least back in the day stairway to heaven more recently he was on the program because he represents an individual named jason moorhead jason moorhead was a social studies teacher at a middle school in the Lehigh Valley of Pennsylvania. He is, as the headline reads in today's WFMZ coverage, the teacher who attended the January 6th Stop the Steal rally. Well, he's now been fired. And the question is, should this man have lost his job, he argues, for simply having attended the events of January 6th because he wanted to hear the speeches? He told us previously, and you're going to hear from him again in a moment, that he never went anywhere near the Capitol and certainly didn't breach the Capitol, wasn't caught up in any of that hijinks, and asserts he had a First Amendment right to be there. In, in fact, it occurs to me as I'm, I'm just speaking extemporaneously, the Republican candidate for governor of Pennsylvania chartered buses, chartered buses and went to the stop the steal rally he might be he's 10 points behind but he might be the chief executive of the commonwealth of pennsylvania and jason moorhead meanwhile is out of a gig last night he appeared before the allentown pennsylvania school district board of directors and attorney francis malafy sent this to me and i found it to be so compelling that I thought I would play it for all of you. It will soon be posted on my Facebook page. But listen to what this former teacher said last night. It's a three-minute clip, longer than I normally play. And when it ends, Jason Moorhead and his attorney will join me and we'll talk more about what just went on. I'm Jason Moorhead. Most of you 
know me better as employee number 27958. And I believe I was just terminated today by you nine, nine to zero. And it's a shame that most of you don't even know who I am. You don't know about the 18 years I've spent giving my life to this Rob community. The amount of uh, after-school programs I've done, the amount of summer school activities I've done, the sports I've done. My best friends are there. I met my wife there. I've had thousands of great relationships with students and parents. And Allentown is a tough place to work. The job loss is staggering. Since my suspension a year and a half ago, we've lost 225 teachers and countless clerical maintenance, secretary, administration. I never wanted to leave. I never wanted to leave. And I'm a parent. I have two kids in elementary school. And I understand the fears of the community when they want to make sure their kids are in a safe place, a safe place to be where they can be nurtured. So I understand the outrage that those parents have been lied to. Yes, I went to Washington, the capital, D.C., to hear some speeches, but I was never a part of any violence, period. Yet the district told the Allentown community that I was, that I was an active participant in the riots. That's a lie. And with the secret help of the FBI, they knew that within two days, I was never a part of that. But it didn't matter. They never corrected that statement, and they never told the community the truth about me. The board then colluded with community groups to attack my character at board meetings, being called a racist and a white supremacist. They even ignored their own advice from their, their legal team, from the solicitor. I am none of those things. I have a clean record. I have the support of every administrator that has been through, and I've been through a lot. But I don't blame the community. Fed lies. Once the district finally admitted to me privately that I had done nothing wrong and that I could return, they refused to let the community know that I'm safe to alleviate both their fears and my fears of returning. And they still have not made a statement today that I'm safe and that I did nothing wrong. I'm being fired for refusing to come to a place that is unsafe, a situation you guys created. You made it impossible for me to return. You destroyed my career, my character, my life, my marriage. I might lose my house. All because some of you did not like my political conservative views. Shame on you. And the rest are too afraid to stand up and do what's right. Okay, that's Jason Moorhead. Here he is with his lawyer, Francis Malafie. Francis, first for you, give me some context. I take it those words were said by Jason last night to the board. Paint the picture for me. Yeah, it was a very emotional moment for Jason because it was first opportunity to speak directly to the board. They refused to come to the hearings previous. And um, it was it was the most shocking thing is that the board and the administration did a full investigation of his whereabouts on January 6th. And after six months, they said, we have fully investigated your involvement in the events of January 6th. And the district has concluded that your presence at January 6th did not violate any school board policy. But in order for him to go back to school, he had to admit that he was a racist and a bigot, something he refused to do. So it was a witch hunt from day one, and it destroyed his life. You know, the most appropriate thing would have been to say, I'm sorry. And all he asked for was, you've already tarnished my reputation and created a poisonous environment. Please 
to simply tell the community, the teachers, the students, to send them the email of the private investigation that says I did nothing wrong, but they refused to do so because they were too proud to correct their mistakes. And so when he finally, so when he finally stood last night, was it during public comment? In other words, they didn't put him on the agenda, but he seized the opportunity as a citizen just to have a moment to speak. As a matter of fact, he was on the agenda, but ah. personal matters are are ruled upon in executive session, uh, separate and apart from the, uh, the the public hearing. So they identified him as his employee number, and we were hoping to, to the very end, even a year after these events that they would have done the right thing, reinstatement, and say we're going to retract these statements and make a public apology to them. They did nothing. And so they voted 9-0, uh, even knowing that they violated his First Amendment rights, uh, you know, his Fourth okay, Amendment but, but rights. But Francis, and I'm, I'm, I'm going I'm to talk to, talk to James, uh, Jason himself in a moment, but, but from their perspective, he was refusing to show up for work. Therefore, they fired him. I mean, is that fair? That would, that's what the board would tell me? No, I think the, what really happened was that it was all about his, his involvement in January 6th. And once he came clean as a whistle that he did nothing wrong and was a mile away from the Capitol building, then they found pretextual reasons to fire him. And they said, now you have to return to work and admit that you need to take classes uh, about being a bigot and a racist. And just because you have a conservative view, that has just as much uh, respect. Okay, just and just to be as- just so I'm crystal clear, he had the opportunity to go back to work, but you're telling me there were strings attached, some type of training that was in response to his presence on January 6 is what they were demanding. Is that fair? That is fair, and okay. um, and 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 also they never would clear his name. And if you're going to privately say he did nothing wrong through an, a huge six month investigation, he wanted the community to know. Because you can't be put in an environment like Allentown without community and parents knowing that you are safe, that you did nothing wrong, that you've been fully exonerated. But they refuse to say, I'm sorry, and let the community know that. So it created a hostile work environment that was unsafe. Jason, remind me, what was your role on January 6th? What did you do? What didn't you do? Um, I I went down with a family member and a few friends to go listen to the speeches. I got off the bus right by the Washington Monument. We walked around the White House, took pictures. Uh, I got a hot dog, uh, never left that area, and went back to the bus. I only started hearing about um, any of the, uh, the trauma that happened down there by text messages from friends. Um, uh, and I didn't know anything about the, the, the extent of it until pretty much we were getting on the bus. Did you get anywhere near the Capitol? No. I was uh, more than a mile away at all times. Um, you know, we had no interest in going down there. We wanted to stay and, and, and talk to people who were there. Um, I wanted to try to hear speeches. Speeches was hard to hear because of the feedback of the speakers. Um, so we, we were just kind of excited to be where everybody was waving flags and, and talking about their, their thoughts on, on President Trump and, and what was happening with the country at that time. How did your presence on January 6th in Washington come to light? How did the school district, your school itself, the Rob Middle School, the community, like how did this all break? Um, it, it, it broke in part because I, I had a private Facebook page and uh, I posted a couple of pictures of myself being there. Uh, a, a, a person who's on my friend list who didn't agree with the reason I was there uh, shared it or shared through her to her some of her friends which then got blasted onto the allentown social media website 
uh, and got the community riled up. Um, and then the next very next day, I got a call saying uh, I was not to come into work. And that evening on the 7th, the superintendent uh, wrote a letter to the entire Allentown community and told them a teacher was at the Capitol building riots. And you were not at and the Capitol riots. And that was 100% false, and they had never spoken to me about that at that point. But I was blasted to the entire community. And eventually it went into the paper, so the, the world uh, was aware that a teacher was from the Allentown who everybody in the community at that point on social media knew it was me. Um, you know, um, so so let me let me ask a follow up to something that I asked your lawyer. What were the strings attached? They wanted you to come. They, they said you can come back to work. But as I learned from Francis Malafi, they wanted you to engage in some kind of training. Tell me about that. Number one. And tell me, number two, why you didn't go back. Was it just that or were you looking for some type of of name clearing? Um, well, obviously, my, my, my number one um, goal was to try to get back into a safe environment where the kids felt that I was safe and that I felt safe working in that environment. Um, you have to understand, after um, I tried to defend myself because the school district, after two days investigated me, knew I was clear, um, they allowed the community to continue to think that um, I, I was a threat. The school board, for multiple school board meetings, allowed parents uh, through community groups that they rallied to call me horrible, horrible things. I'm a wolf in sheep's clothing. Um, I, I should never teach BIPOC children. Um, I had no business. I was going to try to indoctrinate them with my viewpoints. Um, and so they, they allowed this environment to be created. Even their, their own solicitor, their lawyer, stopped the school board meeting and said, I recommend you stop defaming this man. It's creating a, a, a bad situation. And the board continued to allow parents who... Were, were, were fed lies by the district to continue to feel unsafe with me. And because of that, I couldn't jump back into school without the, the school district acknowledging that I was safe, acknowledging I'd done nothing wrong, and showing support for me. Right. So in other you words, know, you wanted to you wanted, show me that, hey. You, you wanted the school district to put the word out formally, he's not a guy who engaged in violence. He was there January 6th, exercising his First Amendment right, but it's not as if he was standing next to the guy with the horns in the well of the Senate. Absolutely. I'm going back to community. It's obviously, uh, you know, there's a lot of political differences. Um, I've now been labeled horrible things. It's a very mixed community, but I've been labeled horrible things. I've got people that are concerned that I'm going to try to do and say and treat students differently based on their color. And that has never ever been something I've been accused of. And there was no way I could go back into that building unless the school stood by me and supported me. I, I worked there for 17 years and never had an issue. I've given the shirt off my back literally as a ski club director to students to, to make sure they can go skiing safely. I've done summer school programs. I've coached sports. I, that has been my life. And I, I've, I've never had, had an issue. And because of the, the attacks that were allowed to happen, because of the misinformation by the school board and the administration, if they didn't clear that up, it, it was going to be unsafe. It would, you know, how could the kids feel safe if their parents felt that? And I personally also got real threats. I got emails, phone calls. I got death threats. Um, again, like I think I told you when we talked in January, I had, you know, cameras set up and I had sheets over my windows because it, there was harassment. And it was all because the school district uh, didn't clear my name when they knew the truth. And, and so, yes. That was a big part of it. 
And then when they finally, in, in, in the summer, six months later, said, hey, um, privately in a letter to me uh, that I could come back, you know, after my, after my character's been ruined and I, I, I'm shut out from my community, um, they said I could come back. But A, I wouldn't be returning to Rob Middle School, number one, uh, my home, my only home. Um, and then two, I would need to take some, some uh, African-American, Hispanic cultural studies courses. And it, it, I would be the only one. If, if that was part of the curriculum development that the school was going to do, absolutely. But to, to personally put those kind of classes on me, specifically as a response to January 6th, it shows that they think I need edu- re-education, that I did something racially wrong because of a political viewpoint. And I, 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 can't, I can't accept that. You, you know, I, I have you, to. I, I have to. I have to say this. Uh, you seem like a very straight shooter. If it is the way you've presented it, I absolutely agree with you. I would not. I would not want a social studies teacher of all things teaching my kids if they had breached the Capitol and were caught up in the violence. Absolutely, I believe they would. They should lose their job. They'd be fundamentally unfit. Trying to topple democracy uh, in that role. But if we're talking about somebody who was literally a mile away and exercising a First Amendment right to to listen to political speech, there's no way you can say uh, this person is deserving of being fired. And if you were besmirched by their conduct, I see it the way that you see it cannot have that in the United States. I may not agree with your political view, but like that's one step removed from saying I don't like for whom Jason Moorhead voted or had a yard sign or a bumper sticker or signed a petition and therefore you can't serve in that public role. No, that's not who we are. Well, and I, I thank you and I appreciate you saying that. That's our belief too. And there's so many people that are silent because they're afraid to to, to say what they believe. And, and honestly, I'm not trying to minimize this. This, is, this has destroyed my career and my life. Um, it's created so many problems in, in my daily life. It's, it's my, my, my marriage is virtually destroyed. Um, I'm very close to losing my home. And, you know, and, and the community was all I have up here. I'm from Seattle, and my entire family's out there. I stayed here because I met my wife, and I love my community. Rob was the only place I applied. Uh, I was student caught there. They hired me right away. So I've been invested in that community for so long, and it was ripped for me. My friends who are teachers weren't allowed to speak to me. Um, you know, and so it's like all of a sudden my identity as a person is gone because I have conservative values. And I wish you right. good. It's not right. No, it's not right. I wish you good things. I'm glad that you have stayed in touch with me via Francis to tell the story, because I think yours is a, a story that people need to hear and think about. Uh, they've taken the wrong message away from January 6th if the message is that Jason Moorhead, based on what he's told me, should lose his job. I wish you good things. Thank you for coming back to the program. Francis, thank you for giving me access to your client. I appreciate it very much. Thank you, and I appreciate you reporting on this. It's an important issue that, that, that both sides need to know about. No doubt. This is the Smirconish Podcast from Sirius XM. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4 
Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Canva presents stories to keep you up at night. It was an ordinary work day until... The Singapore presentation is at 3 a.m. The office was shocked. That's when we sleep. Maya made it less scary with Canva. (laughs) I'll just record my presentation so Singapore can watch it anytime. Record and present anytime with Canva presentations at canva.com. Designed for work. Listen to Michael live weekdays on POTUS, Sirius XM channel 124 and on the SXM app. Well, that is a January 6th story from an angle not before contemplated. Should Jason Moorhead have his job? You know mine is a yes vote. Joe, you're in Baltimore, Maryland. Thank you so much for listening to the interview. What do you think? Well, um, I agree with you, Michael. First, thanks for taking my call, but I agree with you. I think it's not fair. I think it sucks. But as my dad used to say, life is about choices. Sounds like this gentleman made a poor choice in regards to his position in the community working at a school, and to be completely candid, I don't care what class he teaches. If you have that kind of a warped uh, political view, I don't want you teaching my kids. Okay, so now There's just think about, in- think, think about what you're saying. You're saying that, that anyone who attended that rally far from the Capitol because they were a Trump supporter and wanted to hear what Trump had to say, you render them fundamentally unfit to teach. No, no, no. Nope, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is if you get caught up in the foolery, then you need to deal with the consequences. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't. He ate a hot dog and got back on the bus. Well, he shouldn't have gone. No, so now you... So now... But wait a minute, Joe. Now you are saying if you were there, if you were physically there January 6th, you're fundamentally unfit to teach. If you're believing all the nonsense that took them to that event, then yeah, I would question whether I want you leading my children. I mean, you're, think you're, about the world we live in now. Okay, you're saying I, again, it in a different... Like, again, again, my point is this, right? I, I, live in, you know, I, I have a residence in Florida, okay? And in Florida, if you have a... Uh, if you're gay or anything along those lines, that deems you unfit. You just prefer the opposite sex. So Here's, if you had something in your in your mind that thinks that you know the the you know listen, we all know it's a cult, right? It's a cultist approach. If, if I don't want anybody in the cult leading my kid, exactly. It's a and that's you, just well, my personal opinion. Apparently, it's not because I'm looking at the call board and a number of people share it. 
Thank you, Joe. In North Carolina, this is David. David, talk to me about Jason Moorhead as a teacher. You know, teachers are supposed to exercise good judgment, and that's how they maintain their status in the community. Donald Trump signaled very clearly to everyone that it was going to, quote, be wild. As a teacher, you're not supposed to involve yourself in anything that would question your judgment or cause controversy for your employer. And you can support you can support who you want to, but you don't need to be caught up in things that are already signaled to be quote wild. And yeah, I, I, I have to I have to I have to say one thing. You'll, you'll I promise be able to finish your thought. But I think I think what you're doing is looking through a a July 29, 2022 lens, especially on the heels of the 9-11, uh, pardon me, the January 6 hearings and all that we know now. And yes, you're making reference to a tweet that the president sent in advance, but I don't think any of us knew what was about to unfold. Maybe Trump knew, but I don't think that the school teacher from the Lehigh Valley of Pennsylvania who got on a bus had any idea of, of what was about to unfold. So I think you have to resist the temptation to say, well, look how it all played out. He didn't know that. You know, Michael, I disagree with you. I really do. I watched that whole thing, you know, and by the way, I'm an educator. So let's be clear. This is not my opinion as just a citizen. I'm an educator. There is no way I would have been anywhere near that place as an educator because then I have to all of a sudden explain all of that to students. And, or explain it to, to parents. As a teacher, I'm supposed to be somebody that everybody looks up to, and my personal beliefs and my personal philosophies don't need to enter, don't need to, um, enter into, my, into teaching. I, I, have, a, I have another question. The... I have sure. another question, if you'll indulge me. Okay, so let's, ch- let's change the facts slightly. I feel like I'm in law school, but okay. Let's change the facts slightly. It's not a January 6th event. It is the weekend before the 2020 election, and Donald Trump is coming to the Lehigh Valley of Pennsylvania, and Jason Moorhead is a public school teacher, supportive of Trump, who wishes to go. You've seen the rallies on TV. He wants to be there. Is that okay? I would not go. As, a, as an educator, I would not be anywhere near any of that. You, you wouldn't. David in North Carolina, no. you wouldn't. But are you telling me you're going to no. punch his ticket for doing that, for going to a political event? I mean, who are no, we if that's the standard? What, no, no. What I'm telling you is you have to be very careful what you, the behavior you engage in because you never know how things are going to end up. Okay, I'm, but I'm asking you. I'm asking behavior. I hear you, and I, I'm asking a very specific question. If the conduct were that he attended a Trump rally, and that's it, a Trump rally before the election, oh, my God, it's on Facebook now, would you say he should be fired for that? No, not unless it becomes a controversy in the community. Okay, but are you going to yield to controversy in the, uh, in the community? I mean, I, I mean if I, if I uh, yielded they, to controversy they, in the community, sure. Twitter would have me fired every day of the week. At what point you're do we find a You're not a teacher and you do not hold a status in which the community has to trust you to do your job. David, thank you. I really do appreciate your call and thank you for playing along with me. I, I mean, you know, uh, in allowing me to ask my probative questions. I disagree with you. 
especially when you say you shouldn't even go to a Trump rally. I, I, I didn't vote for Donald Trump, but I wouldn't say that someone should lose their job for attending a Trump rally. Wow, is this an interesting issue. Wow, wow, wow. This is the Smirconish Podcast from Sirius XM. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Welcome to the Canva guided meditation for stress at work. Impending deadline? Generate Canva presentations in seconds. So fast. Brainstorm got too big? Summarize with AI in a click. Click, 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 click. Writer's block. Release with Canva Magic Write. Magical. Stress less and save time at canva.com. Designed for work. Listen to Michael live weekdays on POTUS, Sirius XM Channel 124, and on the SXM app. Here's the coverage from WFMZ relative to the story that we're discussing. It was written by Steve Aldhouse, and the date on it is yesterday's date. Teacher who attended January 6th Stop the Steal rally fired from ASD. The Allentown School District Board of Directors on Thursday night terminated a social studies teacher who attended a political rally last year. Jason Moorhead, a former social studies teacher at the Robb Middle School, attended former President Donald Trump's Stop the Steal rally, which took place before supporters stormed the U.S. Capitol on January 6, 2021, in Washington, D.C. Moorhead had been placed on leave from the district just a few weeks after the incident. During a public comment session after his firing Thursday, Moorhead addressed the board about allegations he said were made against him his actions that day and his life after it by the way tc is that posted yet on facebook why yes it is okay so people can go and watch exactly what he said you've heard it here unless you just tuned in um then they've got a quote from him that you've already heard so i don't feel the need to read it to you uh most of this is just quotes from what he said let me just see uh In a calm but measured voice, Moore had continued claiming that ASD and certain board members were vindictive toward him because he did not share their liberal political ideology. More quotes from him. Allentown School Board gets earful about teacher is the tag on the I was looking for the perspective of the school district, but they 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 don't offer it. And from what I saw, nobody wanted to engage or address uh, last night. Okay. 
This is Cedar Falls, Iowa. Tom, greetings. You thought what as you listened to the story told by my guest? Hi, good morning. Um, I, I, this is a tough one, and I'm an attorney also. I, I think he's spinning this as into something that has to do with being questioned on his legitimate political beliefs. You know, when you said, should he be fired if he had attended a Trump rally? No, that's political. The January 6th rally, though, was specifically... Stop the steal. Stop the steal. The election should be overturned. Yes. Stop the steal. And Exactly. And I definitely uh, don't feel someone like that should be teaching our children. It has uh, nothing to do with political beliefs or conservative versus oh, liberal. I that's totally dis totally I disagree with you. Okay, I have a different I have a different scenario. So yeah. Jason Jason Moorhead is not a teacher. In my hypothetical, he's a cop. All the other facts are the same. Gets on a bus. And again, we're taking him at face value for the purpose of this conversation. We are accepting what he said so that we can have this hypothetical dialogue. So he's a cop who gets on the bus, goes down, stays at that end of the ellipse. If you know the layout of Washington, D.C., he's nowhere near the Capitol. He's a mile away and eats a hot dog after, you know, the sound system is not what he had hoped it would be. And and he goes home. Is that cop someone who should lose his or her job? No, I, 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 I think it is different. And, and, and how I'm so? Necessarily, I'm, I'm kind of playing devil's advocate with you. But I mean, if someone says, OK, if someone says this election should be overturned and the loser should be placed into office, that is illegal. That that tears at the very fabric of our democracy. That's not just political discourse. I don't think that person uh, is fit to be a public school teacher. God, especially not social studies. How about cop? How about a cop? I I, seen, I don't I don't see that same issue. Why I, not? I mean, if you're if you're casting this as him supporting illegality, and you haven't used that word, but that is what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, you you want to you want a cop who was supporting this this illeg- illegal effort to overturn the government? You want that guy responding to your nine one one call? Holy smokes! Well, that's a good point. Yeah, I don't I mean, accept it, by the way. I'm just I'm just this. I'm just going through the exercise right. with you, and I appreciate yeah. all of your phone calls. I must say, I'm I'm kind of fl- thank you, Tom. I'm kind of floored. The board is uniformly against. Jason Moorhead as a teacher. And I I would suggest to you humbly that you are looking through the lens of where we are today and not through his eyes on January 6th. He was certainly not alone in believing that there had been chicanery, tomfoolery and fraud in the election. And and what he's he's going to be ostracized and fired and cast out for that. My God, if that's the standard, I don't know how many of the 75 million who voted for Trump would be similarly judged, but I think it would be a lot. No, my my view is I'm, I'm trying to think of what would be the what would be the cross street between the ellipse. Like there's a Mendoza line in there somewhere. Maybe it's at about 23rd Street. 
Like if you were if you were on the monument side of 23rd Street, I see it differently than if you were real close to the Capitol. But a lot of you totally disagree. A lot of you totally disagree. All right, John, you're in Atlanta. I think you want to raise your own hypothetical. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, uh, that, that guy's a lawyer. This is really a no-brainer. Of course, you shouldn't be fired. All right, but come on. My- I, I, I just, I just like, keep it on the facts. I, we're having a wonderful conversation here. Go ahead. Okay, I just said it's a no-brainer. But uh, if uh, this is a George Floyd rally and violence took place, and the person didn't take part in the violence but was there, according to you, he should lose his job? Not that me. Not he me. You, you're... If he was in it where violence took place, he should lose his job, didn't you? If he were engaged in breaching the Capitol, he absolutely loses his job. You disagree with if that? He if he was trespassing, he would lose his job. That's the way you look at it. You know what? I have to kind of think about where in the conduct line and the the line of demarcation I would be. When we see on television the people who are breaching, pushing, shoving, fighting, yeah, if you're caught up in that, you're out. He was not. If he's violent, that's one thing. But if he just happens to be there while violence takes place, I don't think you should lose his job. Okay. Thank you, John. Uh, Birmingham, Alabama. Richard, greetings. What are you thinking? I think that the guy should be able to be a teacher. I live, I'm a black guy in Alabama. I live and work with Trump supporters that I like. And we have this conversation all the time because what I tell them, what I told one guy, especially because he was at the rally and I told him, I'm glad that the metadata for your stupid behind was not found inside of the Capitol. Because I'd hate to have to try to bail you out. Okay? So I think he should keep his job. I think he should be able to be a teacher. I think he should have his point of view with which I disagree. And as long as he and I can talk about it without we could we discuss I discuss his points of view about Trump and I always end up uh with shaking my head saying, I just don't understand you. I know you're smart, but hey, just don't just try not to get yourself arrested. But Richard, I, I, I appreciate, one. yeah, I appreciate and share your perspective. I'm kind of floored. If if you said to me, I mean, this is all seat of the pants. Truly, I, I decided we were in a position where we could do this story right before coming on air. Or right now, I'd be talking about Donald Trump and the Saudis, which, by the way, is a hell of a survey question today. The mother of all survey questions, TC, would be to have... Jason Moorhead on CNN tomorrow and to ask the audience, should he keep his job? But I have to say, if the POTUS audience, which I characterize as more centrist than those who watch me on a Saturday morning, if the callers, at least, because maybe maybe this is is uh, something where the people who are most passionate are the people who wouldn't want him to teach. I don't know. How would a survey question turn out if the question were, should he have his job? I think he'd lose it on CNN. I think he would lose it. I on think CNN, it'd be a lot of voting. Given this, but this but I surprises, might want to give it a shot. This surprises me as You're well. You're surprised too. I am surprised. 
I, you, you I thought, am surprised. Like, you thought I that, just think there's such a difference between attending a protest, even if it's something that I vehemently disagree with, right. and storming the Capitol. I see a very significant difference. What, in if, that. what if Jason Moorhead? What if Jason Moorhead showed up on the steps of the Supreme Court to embrace? The overturning of Roe versus Wade. But that, would, some, see, would some of these people well, be calling me and saying, oh, my God. But I do see that there's a difference from what our callers are saying. They're saying that what the protests were, were protesting was a legitimate election, whereas Roe v. Wade, SCOTUS overturned that. But, like that was wait a that was What if Jason believed on January 6th that there had been fraud? What if he believed that? But I think what the caller's point is, is they were that was incorrect then and is incorrect now was it did you okay, not let me, let me ask it did differently you think that was legitimate then no right so that's no but i'm not I'm, but I'm, I'm not going to say that people who disagreed on that day should be fired if today you believe that donald trump was the victim of fraud much different than okay, january well, that's, 6th that's a very good differentiation and an important one thank you tc no no thank you no. The Smirconish Podcast for Independent Minds. Listen to Michael Smirconish live weekdays from 9 a.m. to noon east on Sirius XM's POTUS Channel 124 or anytime on the SXM app. Connect with Michael on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and at Smirconish.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.